I want to tell you another story. Another story that shook me to the core. It happened with my grandson. And I give each and every single one of you the blessing that you should be able to sit at a Seder with children and grandchildren. There's nothing like it in the universe. Everybody should say amen. amen. Everybody should be able to do that. So let me tell you, a couple years ago, my grandson, he was three years old at the time. Three, four years old. His name is Abraham. He's named after my father, so maybe I have a special liking for him. And this kid, Abraham, he's by the Seder, and he's running around. He's a three-year-old kid. What do you expect from a kid? So he's in the kitchen, he's in the dining room, and he's, you know, he's all over. And then sometimes he's at the table. Not yet. But anyway, so what happens is, right before the Hisha Amda, that happy part of the Seder, when we pick up the cup and we all sing it together, my little Abraham, he comes towards me. He sit, you know, he comes near the head of the table, and he says to me, Zadie, can I sit on your lap? Zadie's grandpa. Can I sit on your lap? No, Mitashem, you'll all be grandfathers and you'll be grandmothers. And, you, and you'll see that when some little child, your grandchild, wants to sit on your lap, what's the question? I say, Avram, what's the question? Come, come. Right here. And I put him on my left lap and I'm holding the kois in my right hand. And we're about to sing Vahisha Amda. And as we sing Vahisha Amda, all of a sudden, I start crying. And I'm crying and everybody's looking at me. What in the world is he crying about? This is the happiest moment of the Seder. Everybody is singing Vahisha Amda. And the reason that I was crying is because I said these words. Not only one nation is trying to get rid of us. In every generation they're trying to get rid of us. And I'm thinking, we lost six million. We lost so many people. What is not enough? What's in store for this little kid and all the kids in his generation? And I'm singing and I'm crying and I'm thinking I'm holding my little grandson. And the Balagod is assuring us. Not one nation ever. And I was so taken by those words that the Seder was different for me the rest of the night. And after everybody went to sleep, I took out every Haggadah that I had. And I started looking up all the commentaries on those words. Let me hear. I got I to gotta be comforted. I got to understand something. I took out every Haggadah. Finally, I took out the Sephardic Haggadah, the Chidah. And the Chidah asked a wonderful question. And he says, what does it mean? What does the Balagoda mean? Every generation is trying to get rid of us. A lot of generations when Jews get along with everybody. Look at us in America. 70, 100,000 had a Siamashas. We have Kinusim like this. We have men and women coming, learning, going. We can do whatever we want in America. What do you mean? In every nation, in every generation, they're trying to get rid of us. It's not really like that. Oh, then he gives the answer. You know what he said? He said, it's not always by the sword. It's about a smile. It's because when you live in a great country like America, and Jennifer can get a job in any bank, and Johnny can work in any place that he wants, he doesn't have to worry about Shabbat. So the Goyim are so friendly with him. So because of the smile, all of a sudden you got assimilation in America worse than we ever had before. Why? Not because nobody's killing us, just the opposite. Because they accept us. So America's a great country, the greatest country to live in, besides Eretz Israel. And yet, look what happens. Because it's such a great country and it's a smiling country and it embraces us. We're losing so many people. That's what it means. In every generation, sometimes it's a sword. Sometimes it's a smile. That's why we have to be on guard. And I'll tell you what happened. All of you know that I'm a moil. And that's why I keep talking about Shaduchim. Everybody should have boys and use me as a moil. No, that's not the reason. But anyway, besides that, you can have girls also. Don't worry. But the idea is, I had a bris. At a bris in Suffolk County, there's a town of all places that's called Mount Sinai. That's what you look up on your map, right? Exit 62, you'll see Mount Sinai, exit 63. 
Mount Sinai Pacha Grove. Fine. So I have a bris there. The father is a goy. The mother is a Jew. The father has a name like Napolitano, an Italian guy. And the grandparents are the mother, right? They're the mother's side, you know, they're crying because they want to have a bris, right? So we do the bris. After the bris, Benny, I wish you would have been with me. You got you had to see what was on the table. A blue box of Horowitz Margaret and Matzis. Right next to the box is a bagel platter. Filled with bagels, right? Right next to that is a cheese platter, then there's a meat platter. Every Aveira that you could think of. Hummus, matzah, meat, milk, it's all right there, right on the table. And I was thinking, what does God say about a bris like this? What does Eliyahu Navi say about a bris like this? How did that happen? How did that happen? Because of the smile. Because Robin can get a job any place. And Maxine can get a job and go to any college. And Joey can go to any country club. And that's where he met this girl. Because Jews can go anyplace, because of the smile. Oh, so if that's the case, then this Chag, we have to understand, we have to make a commitment of what it means to be a Jew. And that's what the Yom of Pesach is all about. We became a nation. And we're going out to freedom, to freedom, to serve Hashem in any way that we want. And the way that we do it is by learning Torah, and davening, and being close to each other, and inspiring each and every one of us.